Hi, I'm Sarah, the mom of a six-year-old and a two-year-old. And I'm Claire, the mom of an eight-year-old and a five-year-old. We're two friends in the middle of the country, in the middle of parenting, in the middle of our careers, and in the middle of just about everything. Hi, guys. We're back. It's Wednesday after the teacher strike. Should we do an update? Sure. Last time I think we talked about it a bunch. So it lasted for 11 days. Our kids are now going to school. Uh, they had to extend the school year. So we're in school till May 31st, which is two weeks longer than usual. Most people are not very happy with the way it turned out. Um, our legislators are very stubborn and they just sort of reached a stalemate and decided to let the, to go back to school. And I think the teachers weren't happy and uh, a lot of the parents aren't happy, but it is what it is right now. What have you yep. heard on your end? Because you're at a different school than I am. Same. I think there's, um, you know, to be a little bit other side of the coin, I think there's room to be hopeful in the sense that I think there was just a whole lot of public attention and support um, around a cause that needed to be talked about for a long time and really hadn't been, at least not to that level. So, uh, yeah, I've heard, I've heard, you know, I agree that overwhelmingly the sentiment feels a little bit like down and that mm-hmm. more progress wasn't made. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, if I look back on where we were a month ago Absolutely. to where we are now, I think you have to, you have to say that the needle got moved. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to choose to put on my optimist hat on this one. Um, but there's for sure more work to be done. Yeah, and the one really cool thing is that we had record number of people turn out to sign up to run for office in the fall. So people are really upset with all these um, senators and representatives that are not for education. And so a record number of teachers and just sort of pro-education people signed up to run against them because so many of them were running opposed. Unopposed. Did you see all that? Right. Yeah. So yeah. actually a friend of ours <laughs> decided to run, which is kind of awesome. Um, His wife's going to be on the podcast. Night. Yeah. A couple uh, weeks. Mm-hmm. So yep. anyway, so that's the hope. The hope is that people mm-hmm. are really thinking about it now and are ready to make changes in how they vote and who's running for office and hopefully um, over the next few years we'll get more progress and we won't have to have another two-week strike (laughs) or walk out sorry from our teachers well I want to hear I I feel like we could do many episodes on this topic Mm -hmm. but what I want to hear about is towns and potty training (laughs) Because I feel like like there's an update that needs to happen. Uh, Well, the update is there's almost no update, which is the frustrating (laughs) part. So my two-year-old is, um, well, he'll be turning three this summer, which puts a little extra pressure on because they have to be potty trained by June in order to move up to the next grade, if you will, of preschool. Summer um, birthdays. This is a, an, an ongoing problem. For yeah, because I didn't. I wouldn't even be stressing over it. I would just let it happen when it was going to happen. Which, if he has to stay in the twos class, that's fine. We absolutely love his teachers, but um, it would be nice if he could move up the grade or whatever they call it in toddler class with his friends. And there's some cool things they do in the threes program. They take field trips. They do some other things that I think he would love. So he currently, or as of a week ago, 
runs and screams when I suggest sitting on the potty. He does not want any Classic part of move. it. He wants to wear underwear, though. So we, so this was the first weekend in probably a month or so. We had been home to really work on it. And um, he wanted to wear the underwear. He was excited. We went through about nine pairs in about two hours. <laughs> first morning. That's a lot of feet. Yes, because I forgot. They just sort of dribble all day. The, you know, because they don't want, they don't. They're not used to having to contain that, so they just dribble out all day long. So I think, you know, I think if he has shown significant progress by June, they will maybe give me a pass because they know he's a summer birthday and, like, let me work on it with him over the summer. But as of this moment, there is no progress. Well, okay, I take it back. I take it back. So Sunday, we went back to the underpants. I found this, like, stash of... Um, old Bowie's old underpants in like a box. I, I have cleaned closets and stuff on uh, Saturday. So then we really had like 30 pairs of underwear to work with. So I was like, it's happening. We're doing it. So we tried again. He did finally sit on it willingly. And it was for Grant though. It was not for me. I don't know why. So then we tried having him stand up because he didn't want to sit on it. We tried a million things. So we have had one sit and like two semi sits where he like gets on it for a second and then he's like, no, 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 I don't like this. So, I mean, we've tried like offering him candy. We've tried, he does like to put quarters in his piggy bank. So now we have a jar of quarters in the bathroom. So we've been using quarters. He wants the quarters, but not enough to sit on the potty. So are you above candy? No, we tried the candy. Oh, oh, okay. He, he oh, could have cared less about that M&M jar. And oh. usually he's a chocolate kid. So we had, a, we had a funny situation where my oldest was potty trained and mm-hmm. then went to a class with kids that weren't and figured out other kids were getting M&Ms for peeing. And he was like six months, maybe a solid nine months into mm-hmm. this and starts like demanding candy for <laughs> peeing, which he's been doing like on mm-hmm. demand or like you know, as needed for sure. quite some time. We were past it. It was a whole thing. That's like but, a classic Oliver uh-oh. move mm-hmm. as well. He's a, mm-hmm. he's a, he's a shrewd, shrewd negotiator <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're hoping maybe we're going to try again this weekend. We'll be home a lot. So we'll see how that goes, but I've read every, I've Googled it. I've read everything. I've looked at every chart, every sticker, every everything. So mm-hmm. luckily we like his teachers this year and we may be spending another year with them next year, which say. is totally fine. It's totally fine if that happens. But um, apparently Towns likes them too. Yeah, I, just... I did a lot of laundry last weekend. Yeah. And, and on top of the potty training, my six-year-old is sort of going through this like, nighttime, no more pull-ups most of the time, but then we wet the bed a couple times a week kind of situation. So, so much pee laundry happening in my house right now. So that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. And, and just as a, um, update on my natural deodorant journey. Oh yes. I'll tell you something. Um, it got hot this week and I smell (laughs) real bad. <laughs> yesterday was a solid 85. Yeah, it like. was. And okay. I, I, what was I wearing yesterday? I don't know. But today I have this like um, sort of polyester ish shirt cute. on. It's cute, but it really Not holds breathable. a lot of sweat in. So I can feel it. I can smell it. I've been working all day. I've been in the car. I went to Oklahoma City and back for work today. So I'm very windblown and very sweaty right now. And. <laughs> 
I'm, I, I was a little bit cranky about it before we came in, I, but I feel I'm like, getting over it now. Yeah, I feel like this is something we did not consider fully enough last time we talked about it mm-hmm. was the temperature implications of this journey that you're going on. Like, yeah. it totally didn't even occur to me that you were doing, you know, you'd started this at, like, on a 50-degree day. Right. And I was fine. Well, not totally fine. I did change brands, so I've tried two different brands now because the, every the thing I listened to that inspired me to do this was like try a bunch of different brands because different brands work differently for different people. So I wasn't loving the first one I tried. I happened to be at Sprouts one day and saw another one, grabbed it. It was cheaper, so I thought, oh, why not? I, it was fine until mm-hmm. today in this shirt. And now I really feel sorry for you guys sitting in this room with me because I feel real stinky. Nope. Okay, good. You're like, you're, you're like a solid four to five feet away from me, I think. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, it's rough. So I'll keep you posted. I'll let you know what happens. I I, really want this to work for you. I do too. It's inspirational. I'm going to make it happen. As of right now, I'm not. But I'm not wearing any more shirts like this. I don't own this shirt, luckily. So I'm, it's a Latote. (laughs) It's a Latote. I can send it back. Yeah. And they're going to get it back in that envelope and be like, whoa. What happened to this girl? <laughs> yeah, it's it's gross. But, yeah, I'm glad I did not buy this shirt because I wouldn't – it would not be good for this journey. So I guess I'm going to have to look at more, like, sort of cotton, bamboo, um, breathable. Maybe I should get that shirt you talked about last week with the sweat oh, yeah. um, sweat catchers yeah. in the pits. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with our guest, Ashley Palmer from Retro Den Tulsa. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at themiddleofeverythingpodcast.com, on Instagram or Facebook at The Middle of Everything, and on Twitter at T-M-O-E Podcast. And if you like the show, don't forget to review us on iTunes. It helps. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Hi. We're back with Ashley Palmer. Um, She is a local business owner here in Tulsa. She and her business partner... Another Ashley, Ashley Daly, co-owned the Retro Den, which is a super cool vintage shop, but kind of so much more than that, local maker space mm-hmm. now, um, like Succulent Emporium. I don't, yeah, I, I think it's got like so many different, um, so many different things we could say about it, but she's also happens to be um, a mom and she's expecting really soon in the yeah. next month or so. So we mm-hmm. asked Ashley to come on and chat with us about her journey as a business owner, mom, with the pregnancy. We'll probably get into all yeah. of that, right? We had to nap you before you had the baby. Yes. That was yes. the goal. Well, we, we decided early on to split our Ashleys up because we were like, you know, they're not one entity. They're <laughs> their own selves. Daly was a little jealous. No, well, she's coming like, later. No, and I told her, like, yeah. don't worry. Like, yeah. I think you're coming later, but no, they wanted totally. me before the baby. Yeah, we needed to, like, so knock one of you out before, <laughs> yeah, I guess not knock you out or, <laughs> while you're knocked up I don't know yeah. <laughs> we had to get you, you in, sure you get me in you yeah know? we didn't want to stretch you out after you had the baby so we d- yeah because we were like should we have them together and then we thought you know they always do everything together let's split them up because you guys have different you're your own yeah, selves people, right? you're your own well, selves for absolutely yeah so I met Ashley a few years ago yeah you um, we had just bought the store I think yeah and Ashley Daly called you and you came up on your birthday do you remember this no yes. and we wanted to talk to you about Prairie Hive and just marketing. And oh, Tulsa. yeah. And Bowie was really little, like yeah. one or so. Yep. 
And that was the first time I met you. I just remember it was your birthday. That's right. So I used to have a blog <clears throat> in an online magazine yes. with um, some other designers in town. It was so pretty. And so, thanks. I miss it. It was fun, but it was a lot of work. Home tours. <laughs> yeah. And it was a lot style. of work when we also all had full-time jobs. And then as we all started having children, it got harder and harder and harder. And we had to kind of shut it down. But we had, yeah, we had that awesome blogger meetup at the yes. old store. And, and then you all did a style shoot one time. With oh, us. yeah. Came up there. We, we did. We used all of our vintage furniture. That's and right. So cool. I remember you had Yummy Snack that you set up. It was Chinese food, I think. Okay, yes. That, I'm like, rem- you remember it better. Than- well, and you guys would refer us to people who you knew had cool houses, too. Uh-huh. So we would always, like, kind of collaborate on... Um, okay, if you guys tell us somebody we should go talk to, let us use the store for a photo shoot, you yeah. guys can advertise. So it was like a good little um, business slash friendship. Yeah. And then I just started randomly wandering into the store whenever <laughs> I got quick background. So we want to talk more about your sort of like mom sure. journey, but just kind of how you guys got started. And, oh, um, sure, with the store? And yeah. Because you just or, had your fifth anniversary. Yes, right? that's birthday. so awesome. Yeah. So uh, Ashley and I bought the store. Actually, my friend's mom started it. And then we bought it from her in 2013. Um, that was just sort of <laughs> my dream as a, you know, I thought of, if there's anything in this world I could do, what would it be? And I was thinking, I really want to own a vintage furniture store. I was doing research. Obviously. I had a, yeah. yeah, right, <laughs> exactly. Um, I was doing research. I had a master's degree in uh, industrial psychology and was doing something completely unrelated. And daily was working at a hospital here doing marketing. And then my father passed away, and that's kind of like whenever you, re- you reevaluate sure. what's important in life, what would I do if I could do anything. So anyway, I business proposed to Ashley, and <laughs> I asked her if she would want to start a store because I thought she would be into that for some reason, mm-hmm. and she was. And uh, one thing led to another, and we ended up buying Retro Den a few months after we started talking. It just everything kind of lined up. And, um, and you guys are a good, like, yin and yang, too, sort of, because yeah. you're kind of the more, like, businessy, yeah. like, more, <laughs> you like... You taxes. Yes. Yeah, you do that side Somebody's of it. <laughs> yeah. And then Daly's, like, sort of the more, like... Mar- the well, she worked in marketing. Yes. Yeah. So she always has ideas for, like, blog right. and YouTube and, oh, like, yeah. different things She's like that. She's taking over YouTube now. But, totally. Um, but wait, but how did you... Why did you... How did you know each other? Like, well, how did this even... How were you, like, Ashley? Yes. <laughs> That's who I'm going to call. Sure. So we met in college um, just through mutual friends at OU. And we were friends, you know, not best friends, but we hung out and did crafternoons together sometimes, went to parties together. And then after college, you know, we saw each other um, like acquaintances. Mm -hmm. And um, I just always appreciated her home and I would go to parties and Mm -hmm. I would always, you know, compliment her things and she would do the same when she came to my home. I could tell that she liked was into vintage and mm-hmm. uh, thrift shopping and flea markets and things like that. And so I knew she enjoyed that sort of thing and had, I liked her style. And right. So that's why I business approached her about a vintage shop. I love it. Because that's normal. Most yeah, people would be totally. like, no, that is a horrible idea. I would never want to do that. But she, her eyes lit up and she. I podcast yes. proposed to Claire. So Did I you guess see that's true. I know. I think this person it was like, to. here's the person that was doing this with me. We yeah. were like, we were. <laughs> Yeah. She knew it was an easy yes. It's going to be, yeah. You can so kind of tell these things. Sometimes you just have, like, a good, like, 
this would be a good person to do this thing with. Exactly. Right. And I was right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She said yes. It's very successful. It's You guys have grown. I mean, like, it's grown so much more than I would have ever imagined, like, just with all yes. the different things changed you've added in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has changed a lot. <clears throat> Over the years, you know, we started, um, people would ask us to um, come and help them in their homes, like, with design and styling. Mm-hmm. So we started officially doing that a couple years ago. And then um, we started a blog a couple years ago, sort of related to, you know, home tours and home styling and plants. We asked, uh, we started carrying succulents, as Claire mentioned a few years mm-hmm. ago, and that is crazy successful. People oh come gosh. up all the time for succulents, and we know so much about succulents now. It's ridiculous. It's um, amazing. You are. You yeah. give, like, expert advice oh, yes. in addition to oh, yeah. selling. I mean, that's... Mm-hmm. We learn from the best. Her name's Succulent Sarah. She lives in Independence, Kansas, and she has several greenhouses, and that is her passion that's all she does mm-hmm. is grow succulents and she's very passionate about it so she wants people who care about them to buy them and right. so that's why she wants to work with smaller businesses that are actually going to take the time to teach how to care for them and plant oh, them cool. and as opposed to you know like some bigger places where you don't get that sort of attention so right sure we talk about succulents all the time every yes. day we get messages all the time about mm-hmm. what's wrong with my cactus or how much sunlight does this need? I've or, done it you to guys you. Yeah. yeah. And we <laughs> like it. The succulent calendar. Isn't yeah, that amazing? Yeah, the succulent calendar. It's taking beautiful. all of her advice and yes. sort of put it all together and help people along throughout the months of how to care for your succulents. So it's funny. I never thought that would be part of what we did. You never know. Yeah, we just liked them, and so we thought, well, why wouldn't you know other people like them for their home? Well, and it goes so perfectly. I don't know if this, if I'm just like associating it, maybe because of your store with the whole like retro throwback vibe, like like decor wise, uh-huh. or <clears throat> if that's real, if they really were something that Plants. people had in the '50s in their homes, and and like if they were part of that time sure. period. I do think so. I think in the like sixties and seventies, there were, not mm. that plants have not always been in style, but right. I think it was more popular back yeah. in those decades, and then it kind of, you know, ebbed a little bit. But now it's very in right now, as you guys know. Absolutely, plants are everywhere. They're everywhere, and it's just so perfect in keeping with whether you guys intended it or not. It is a, like a match made in heaven. And it walking is. into the store, it's so refreshing too. Well, thanks. Yeah, we try to have everything that makes your home a complete home so using yeah. vintage in a modern way so right. not so much trying to create a time capsule in your home but sure. mixing old and new and you know plants are really nice to have in spaces to bring out that beauty and so it's trying to we're trying to yeah make a place where people can come and find things to make a complete modern yeah. beautiful space so for years i had this cat that would eat and barf plants up all over oh, my no. house so I could never have any indoor plants and I mean she was 18 when she died oh. she lived a good life but then I was finally like I can get plants now and that's, <laughs> so yes, I came so in and was like so I'm slowly building and I have kind of funky light in my house but you help me every time I go in I'm like okay so this is this window mm-hmm. and this you know direction and you guys always know what to tell me to do is is Towns old enough where he leaves them alone yeah he too? my kids are they not never, very interested okay. in the plants for whatever reason they they will notice them like if I put them on the kitchen table like they point and talk about it but mm-hmm. they don't dig they around in them like pea gravel or dirt or no, anything no. I remember Caroline used to try and pull down plants that were on the coffee table mm-hmm. so I cleared them all out but now that she's three and a half like they've all been out for a while but now right. I'm nervous that new baby. The baby I was like oh yeah I might not be able to have my plants out as much anymore I have to put them somewhere safer but you have anyway. to go through that like re-baby proofing yes. stage when they're because well, every kid's different, yes. so you don't know 
what this kid's going to do. Yeah. So you had Caroline about a year and a half into opening the store. Yes. Yeah. And I was going to say, speaking of Caroline, the, one of the coolest parts of the store is your, like, baby corral. You yeah. guys have baby. in the back of the store. What do yeah. you call that? Call, is that, that? We call it baby prison. Baby prison. <laughs> totally. I mean, it, but it doesn't look like a prison. It no. It put off a prison vibe. Yeah, no. It's very stylish. Oh, yes. And now so, we have, like, a mini prison in the front area. I love it. sure you've seen with, like, the fake bamboo floor mm-hmm. that they can hang out on. So why don't you describe to the people that haven't seen this yet what Baby Prison is and when okay. you guys kind of put it together and Sure. Why. So um, we put Baby Prison together after <laughs> I had Caroline um, because we had a big back room. It's like 900 square feet full of um, – that's not showroom. And so I was thinking I wanted a place to breastfeed while I was there. And then just when she started to crawl, um, we have concrete floors in the, at the store. And so we put down some uh, padded – floors mm-hmm. for her and then we put a gate around it <laughs> hence the prison name yeah um and then you know we just filled it with uh, cubbies and toys and um and so in a nice comfortable chair my mom had upholstered and so we could have a space to go and the kids could play without having to be on the showroom floor mm-hmm. um but we actually recently took away baby prison. <laughs> My six-year-old went looking for it, and he went—he just helped himself into the back room yeah. like he lived there and was like, where'd it go? Yeah, and he there's the little area in the yes. showroom, but he so, yes. went looking for the, the big one in the back. So we got rid of maximum gone. security and went to minimum security in the <laughs> They're front older room. now. Yep. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they mostly just want to play out front with us now, mm-hmm. but there are still toys and other people's, like, customers' kids will come play. Sure. Which is nice, because I appreciate when I go somewhere, like, at... Jenkins and Co. and they have mm-hmm. Lisa has a little kid area. Um, yeah. So minimum security is back now, but it still has the padded floor for them to uh, crawl on. Mm-hmm. We just wanted to use our back room for um, trying to make more money. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna have some more posters come in hopefully. But anyway, Absolutely. that's besides the point. But yeah. um, it was really nice to have that space, and I think this time around it'll be interesting to see. So how did it go? Because I always think, like, because she was up there with you quite a bit. Uh I mean, when she was a baby. Because I remember coming in and you'd be holding her or your mom, who does upholstery at the store, we Mm -hmm. should mention. Um, And you'd just sort of, like, hand her off to your mom and go (laughs) deal with a customer or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, like, at what point, because she goes to school now, right? So, like, at what point was the, like, tipping point of, like, I can't have her... Like, how did that go, and how did it come about? So she would come to the – and so luckily Ashlyn and I uh, split days, so I'm not there five days a week. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was never at the store alone with her because it was too crazy to try and do that um, when she was little. So my mom, like you said, would always be up there, and so we could kind of tag team. If If she got fussy, if she needed Or if I needed to, like, help move a sofa or, you know. Mm -hmm. And so – so when she was two, yes, I think when she was two is when she started going to, like, a Mother's Day Out program. Uh-huh. And that was awesome because Harriet, Ashley Daly's little girl, also started going around that time. And so then we had actual time to work together because for that year and a half, two years, we were just, like, ships passing the right. night because I would be at the store, you know, and then she would be at the store. And then whenever I was yeah. at the store, she would have Harriet and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And so... um I think our store is a little too involved to be there alone with a baby, but I know right. that some, like, I know some small businesses, um, retail, have been there, you know, sure. alone with the sure. baby and watching the store, which is crazy. I don't know how you would do that, but right. it was hard. It's like a, it's like you have a split mind. Mm-hmm. You know, want to pay attention to the baby and take mm-hmm. care of her and obviously, you know, spend time with her, but 
my first priority whenever I was at the store was taking care of customers. And, yeah. Um, so it was nice to have my mom there because it was still nice whenever Absolutely. the store was slow and no one was there. I could yeah. go and hang out with her and or feed her or, you know. So I remember a few months ago listening to a podcast, and I cannot remember which one it was, but I did Google which company. So I listened to this whole podcast about – big corporations, businesses who let people bring their newborn babies to work. And it's like company policy. And so I looked it up last night when I was thinking about this. It's Badger Company. Do you guys know like Badger Balm? Uh -uh. It's because you're not smelly hippies like I am. But (laughs) it's they make like um, organic like Lip balm and like baby balm. And if, if it's the deodorant we were trashing, yeah, earlier, maybe I should find the deodorant. That. No, it's not. I, I haven't tried their deodorant. Like really cool they company. probably make one, but they have a company policy where I, I think I want to say it ended when the babies were like one, like once they were mobile, basically, like oh, wow. the rule was out. But when they were little, the moms could bring them to work, and they just and everyone loved it. Like they were, and again, this I'm this has been like probably six months or more since I listened to this podcast, but it was fascinating because it was this just company culture, like people would just cuddle the baby while you were in a meeting, or there was sort of like a space where you could lay them down, or a quiet room where they could take a nap, or something like that, so I'm just fascinated by that, Um, just how that would work, yeah, (laughs) and I think the the podcast, and I'll have to look up which one it was, I want to say it was like Hidden Brain or Freakonomics or something like that, one of those kind of podcasts. and they were just talking about kind of pros and cons of that. And, yes. it, you know, it's hard to concentrate. It's hard to concentrate. And so mm-hmm. that was kind of a problem for me, I thought, is I just kind of wanted to, not that I didn't want to be with her, but I just wanted sure. to kind of focus on work sometimes. Right. And so um, Fridays, my in-laws actually would watch her, and they still do. Nice. really nice of yeah. them. Um, so I would have to go pump in the bathroom at Retro's. Nice. <laughs> and I would have to get an extension cord because – there was no outlet, and so we would like put an extension cord out, plug it in, and I would shut the door. Some man designed that bathroom. Yeah, so yep. it was always this big ordeal, and I felt so weird. Like someone knock on the door, and I'm like, uh, just a minute, you know. And um, the things so we then, do. So then, like six months ago or so, we sold a piece of artwork out of our bathroom, and there was a plug in. <gasps> Are you serious? <laughs> it had been there the whole time. We were like. Oh, oh my gosh! So this. Well, time, now you know for this I know. baby. I won't have oh, to use my extension cord. You're kidding me! Oh my gosh! <laughs> That's amazing. That was a well hung yes. piece of art. I mean, it was covering yes. an unsightly it's really, plug. It was really embarrassing. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh! We can't believe this was here the whole. Oh my gosh! Yes, but now this. You time, know, you're good. I know. I can so, move the artwork. Mm-hmm. So here's what I want to know: What are you gonna do? differently with number two based on that experience or what do you think I'm going to do that the same but here's some things that I learned that I think I can you know what how are you looking at it now that you're about to enter this whole cycle yeah again um so now our our schedules are a little bit different we have Mm -hmm. an employee now and so um she doesn't work all the time but she's there a few hours a week and so there's less time that I'm in charge of the store which I think will be helpful that's nice yes so um Daly and I will work um out from one of our homes doing um doing work but not um managing the store at the time and so I think that'll be a lot easier to have the baby with us sure um Mm -hmm. as opposed to you know being in a retail setting right because I can you know say hang Mm -hmm. on Daly I gotta go feed my baby you know Mm -hmm. it's gonna be a lot easier I think in that regard so I think that um, 
we're going to meet Jack. So I think Jack will um, just be at the store with me on Tuesday afternoons. And so I feel like that's, that's a nice. good, you know, it's yeah. still fun. He'll get to be around people. People will get to see him. We've been asking about him and, you know, watching him grow. That's what but I was just thinking. Okay, Tuesday afternoon. I know. I'm like <laughs> mentally making that's a note. Amazing. Okay. If yeah. I, when, I, when I want to hold your baby, yes, I can Tuesday come. Tuesday afternoons, he'll be there. Um, but then the other days, we'll be working in a different setting. And so I think... I think that'll actually be a lot nicer because yeah. I can go up there and hang out with him when I want to, but mm-hmm. not have that split brain as much because I did not, it was nice, but I did not enjoy it. I would rather be yeah. focused on one thing or the other. It's really hard to do that. You know, it makes you feel guilty. Yeah, you know? and there's just a whole lot, even even separating the, the mom guilt or the parent guilt. I, I mean, I've been doing some reading lately about just like the sort of myth of multitasking and this idea that really when we when we let ourselves compartmentalize how we can be so much more efficient even sounds like a cold way to say that mm-hmm. but like just focused sure. and into whatever we're doing and this idea um, that for so long we've been like championing uh, championing um, mm-hmm. people that can you know switch back and forth it's like you can do it but really the quality right. and again like not you don't always have a choice sure. and it sounds like in a lot of other ways it can be really amazing to have mm-hmm. the you know your kiddo around. I think any any mom right now maybe listening is thinking like, oh god, that would be so cool, you know. But right. I can also say that I appreciate as somebody who went back. I went back to work full time when my kiddos were three months old. So after mm-hmm. the FMLA time period ran out or whatever, insanely hard to do. Of course, right. yeah. so many tears shed. But I will say that I. A hundred percent. Like when I was at work, I was like in work, and also like because I need to be done. Because exactly at five o'clock, yeah. I want to go hold that baby. Yes. You know, so the, it, we all go through these you know, phases of life. But I, sure. I remember being in that phase, and mm-hmm. and I can only imagine what it would be like for me um, to have the kiddos up there with me in, in mm-hmm. good ways and yes. in hard ways. You know. Yeah. And so. now I feel like at this age, it's a little easier because mm-hmm. she's. You know, she's three and a half, and she's more hanging out with us at the store. So right. She's still up there on Tuesdays with my mom, but she'll come up to the register and, like, with coloring and can talk to customer. you know, so it's not she's like, we not, can hang out together yeah. and do something together that's, I don't know, it's a little bit different than, you know, just tending to her. Right. Um, she's not nursing and yeah, crying. Yeah, nursing her and then needs change. as they get and, older, I have to follow you around so you don't break everything, yes, you know, because you guys... Kind of, have a lot of stuff that could be damaged yes mm -hmm. so now she can kind of play chase and hide under tables and Mm -hmm. help check customers out or help me water airplane you know so now Mm -hmm. it's a lot more fun i think because it's Mm -hmm. uh, sort of like integrated time together and it's not me feeling guilty because i'm not paying enough attention to the store or to her and so i like it more now yeah um, well and as they get older that only gets to be more like I, I, know, so I have this beautiful idea of her like growing up in this cool vintage store and like mm-hmm. learning how to tend the succulents and like what a cool like life experience yeah you know actually sure. I joke that the girls are either gonna like love vintage and think it's so cool or think it's the lamest thing on earth. Yeah. Because they grew up. Your, parent, right. your parents did it. Right. Like, yep. Yeah. They'll love totally. it or hate it. Right. And That's what we always say. But when they're teenagers, free labor. So, yes, you know. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Whether they love it or hate Plus it. Girls. Bring, bring these people up, kids. Yes. Come on. But it's funny, like when we go out places, Caroline will always, um, like if someone comes into a restaurant since she's been little, she's always, she always says, hello, because we shut the store, so she thinks that's what you do. She's yeah. welcoming them, yes. greeting them. I love it. She thinks that's, yeah. What that's you do adorable. Yeah. 
Three people. So cute. So I guess to answer your question, I feel like I'll do a lot the same, but I'm glad that I feel like it'll be more balanced with the time just because we do have the additional help. Right. I know what I didn't enjoy as much about that. Right. Sure. Sure. I think we all have little (laughs) tweaks with number two, right? Absolutely. There's definitely things you chill out about or change or yeah. are too worn out to think about anymore. <laughs> right? So. Prioritize. Is baby, do you have your nursery ready? Is the baby going to be in Caroline's yeah. baby room? How, what's your room situation? So we have three rooms, um, but my, like I said, my in-laws are wonderful and they come visit every week nice. and watch. Do they live here in town? No, they live in Edmonds. They like travel. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I know. We're very lucky. I mean, but we have our in-laws at our house every week, so I feel like it's a give and take. Sure. I love them, but, yeah, you know. Of course. That's a lot. So, mm-hmm. Yes. So it's a give and take. But they are so sweet. They come every week, and so they stay in the guest room. So I don't want to give up the guest room yet. And so right. um, the baby will, I think, stay in our room, you know, until he can mm-hmm. sleep better. And then, um, yeah, the crib sit up in Caroline's room, and she has a big girl bed now, so that was exciting. And oh, I'm yeah. hoping they're far apart enough in age that she'll be a little bit helpful mm-hmm. instead of... I'm sure there'll be jealousy, but I hope that it's less because she's older. But I have right. no idea. Yeah. <laughs> so they're gonna share a room. They'll share and, a room eventually. Okay. Yeah. That's for exciting. at least for a while. Sure. sure. Yeah. See how it goes. That's you nice. Know. And you already have the room all set up. Yes. That's what I was gonna ask. Is like if have you done any style tweaks beyond oh, just yeah. like the um, utility stuff, like the crib? Like what else have you done in the room to get ready for it being a two sure. kid situation? Oh, it was fun. We refreshed it. Oh so, yeah. So. Um, we added, yeah, added the big girl bed and, you know, kind of took the changing table back from a toy storage to a changing table and toy storage. Mm-hmm. We added a, uh, a feature wall. Um, so I was going to do wallpaper, but I'd never done wallpaper before, and it was pretty expensive oh, yeah. uh, for mm-hmm. a kid's room. And so we found this... Uh, Thing online where you can draw a graphic pattern with Sharpie. Markers. I saw that on your Instagram. Okay, it's so, so cute. Oh, I haven't drew, seen this. Yeah, yeah, I just drew this sort of diamond-shaped pattern. It took a day and a half or so. With Sharpie? With Sharpie uh, paint markers. Because it's, I think it's, it's kind of orangey red, yeah, right? Like a, yeah, like yeah. ready orange. Yep. Okay, and, uh, tell everyone what your Instagram is. If it's they want to at Retro in Tulsa. Okay. Um, and I need to go. Blog. I mean, I follow, but I totally missed this. Yeah, there's a whole blog about it. Okay, well, because <laughs> I, I know you're always watching to see what we're doing. I know you guys have an awesome blog. I don't know how I missed this. So okay, sorry. So I didn't really mean to interrupt. Oh no, so it was really fun. We did the wall, and it's um, so I feel like it. It cost fifteen bucks in like a day. You yeah, know, it looks awesome too. Thank you. I was mm-hmm. very. I mean, it's not perfect, but that, yeah. you know, Good it doesn't room. bother me at all. And um, so we did that. We sort of. Uh, oh, we found we need a new window treatment, so we got some bamboo blinds because her blinds didn't work anymore. And then I was trying to find some additional curtains, and we were out in a estate sale, and I found this cool sheet. Um, it was just like stripes, like thin red and white striped sheet. Mm-hmm. And so I picked it up for a couple bucks, and I was thinking, oh, we can just use this as an extra uh, sheet set for her. So I took it into Caroline's room, and she said, Mom, that's not a sheet. That's for my window. <laughs> And, and it really was a sheet, like there's a tag, but there was already a little um, slot sewn where the rod could go through. Perfect. And so, and so all I had to do was cut it and hem the sides, or have my mom hem the sides. And uh-huh. then um, it, were, it was She her. knew. She, she knew. has like a style intuition I was so, at three. I, it was not even on my radar. <laughs> and then I just It's all thought, sinking in. Oh, I was like, <clears throat> Caroline, you're so right. These are the perfect curtains. And I so you'll have we'll put I haven't posted pictures of them yet, but we'll we'll like kind of we're gonna do like a 
you know, toddler baby room sort of blog yeah, post. That's so, awesome. Oh, that's um, I was so proud that she knew they were supposed to be curtains. She just felt it that's beautiful. down in her soul. <laughs> right? This needs to go on the window, mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She actually curtains. She needs Perfect. to come over to my house. And just yeah. like, just, just toddle around. Just, yeah. Just Throw say what's dice. on your mind, Caroline. Yeah. Yeah. Just say words. Just, like, just I'm just going to follow you around with this there. notepad <laughs> and, hear, and hear, write down everything you say. No, that's wonderful. It. it is a very proud moment for me. So Absolutely. you mentioned a state sale, and, and this is actually a question I've been meaning to ask you and Daly anyway. How do you, is that part of how you guys find stuff for the store? Or what's mm-hmm. your process? Like, how do you find the amazing things that you have? Yeah. And then also, like, how do you decide what to put in the store versus your house? Because I feel oh, like that yeah. would always be a problem for that me. That is hard. Um, so that's probably the number one question we get asked. So we get it from everywhere. So um, we go estate sale shopping, thrift shopping, um you know, uh, garage sales, and then a lot of people contact us wanting to sell stuff from their own estates or Mm -hmm. some moved out of town or some passed away, and they contact us wanting to sell furniture Mm -hmm. probably every day. Wow. Um, And then also there are pickers that come around, and they go out and do all of the same things and then bring us what they think that we like. And so these people sort of get a feel for the different stores in town and what they like. That's so cool. Uh, so, like, this man Chubby came by the other day and sold me this beautiful landscape painting. Oh, is that the Did one that sold it? in, like, two seconds? Yes. Yes. Oh, I it was all over Chubby's it, Ashley. basement <gasps> for, like, six years. Oh, no, my I saw gosh. it, and I was, like, pre- like, like typing, like, doesn't matter what it costs. <laughs> I shouldn't be telling you this now. But, yeah. uh, but and, and, like, as that's happening, I see you guys post sold. And I was like, yeah. When you guys put stuff on Instagram, it always sells. Like, it was the coolest. Way. It does. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but, it was um, the coolest. Yeah. But, like, this painting. So it was just mm-hmm. from Chubby, yeah. you know. that's And so he brought that. And anyway, so, yes, we go out. And we've been trying to go out more ourselves. We kind of had a lull when we had both had kids. And we were having trouble finding mm-hmm. time. And so... Part of having our employee Holly there now is we can schedule time to go out ourselves and look because it just it's just easier. We sure. can pick the things we actually want and know that will sell well and we get them for a better price and just sort of collect them and bring them all together and then obviously clean them and you know. Well and process. you guys are closed Sunday and Monday, so do you do you completely shut it down and spend those days with your family? Yeah. Or do you because sometimes you guys do some of your styling and stuff a sometimes little bit? If we have to okay. that works best. But for you try to we'll just do, but we try to keep block Sunday and Monday blocked mm-hmm. off. Um, because a long time ago we realized, you know, it's not worth, like, we yeah. could run around, like, shaking with our heads off all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, we just try to protect that for ourselves. Absolutely. Um, but uh, we put together a series of our favorite places to shop vintage in Tulsa. So that's online, too. We list nice. out different thrift stores and um, uh, what they call antique malls here in town mm-hmm. with addresses. So mm-hmm. if you ever... Have a day you want to go antiquing. You can look up those places too because they're fun to go. There's so many in town. There's so many great stores, and um, so yeah, that's kind of where we get things. Yeah, and then people just show up randomly too, and they may not be pickers, but they just have things they want to sell. And you guys have done a good job mixing too, because now you have all the Gus Modern stuff Mm -hmm. for all the um, upholstery. You have um, so many local makers. You have the fabric. You know, yes. Allen Drum section and the um, House Sparrow uh-huh. macrame studio and Laurel and Marie, which is like yep. stationery and art. So it's like yes. a great mix of like new and old yes. and, you know, it's not all just vintage no, stuff. It's, it's just a There's little bit of everything. Everyone. Yeah. Well, the studios moved in at the beginning of the year and 
we created rope and wood walls to make little studio spaces for four of our, I guess, local business friends. Um, and you guys literally built those yourselves. Yeah, Cause we I did. went in there and your mom was like <laughs> stringing the ropes up like to the ceiling yeah, or whatever. I love it. Like, yeah. Ruby from Laurel Marie, the stationery company, she designed it. Her and it's uh, amazing. Mary, and then we all just kind of pitched in and they did it. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot of work over Christmas break, uh, but it was worth it. And now they have areas and then there's also Mary Macon do, and she is the lead oh, yeah, yeah. instructor. Um, she used to be housed in Allen Drum, and then whenever Bianca went to online only, mm-hmm. so now they're both over in our shop. So you can see the beautiful fabrics mm. that Bianca Allen Drum has, and then also Mary teaches sewing classes almost every day, That's and so it's fun. children to adults. And so it's so so now there's more kids there, yeah. <laughs> so now Caroline's going over there and watching them sew during oh, the day. Cool. So again, it's a whole yeah. different setup now that she's more of a kid rather than a right. toddler I guess and so she so loves I guess watching them if Jack's only going to be there on Tuesdays you don't need baby prison anymore because he's only going right. to be there you can exactly. just suffice with a small like yeah, pack and play security. Yeah, we have the minimum <laughs> security area mm-hmm. and play yeah. in there, he so. can just hang yes. in there until he can toddle his way out right? <laughs> and then I guess we'll reevaluate yeah. and see what we need I was just thinking as Ashley was talking I should have worn my new skirt Oh, yeah. Claire made the coolest skirt with Allen Drum fabric. Yeah. I was there for your birthday sale. Yes. And I bought this cool, they put it on their Insta. It was a, um, this is going to sound way creepier than (laughs) I mean it, but like a cow skull print with like a pink background. That sounds pretty. Super cool. I didn't know what to do with it, but um, it was just cool fabric and I knew I wanted to do something Mm -hmm. with it. And then I thought a wrap skirt wouldn't be like a heavy lift because I am by no means like I'm beginner level mm-hmm. um, I've made curtains and I've made pillowcases I keep intending to take an owl and drum class but I haven't yet so I'm very like homespun sure. self-totty that's yeah, good it was something. super cute and then, I wore, and then the first person I saw that day was Sarah and she made me feel good about it and so then for the rest of the day Sarah everybody had to hear that I made that sk- like, I, like <laughs> I, I needed to like recreate that high all day yeah. long like oh do, oh, you see this old thing you know mm-hmm. what I mean like oh, I made it with my own two hands totally like don't look too closely <laughs> well and I had no idea but, you made it I was just like oh my god it's so cute and yeah, she's yeah, awesome. <laughs> of course, I did. People Just whipped it up on Sunday. <laughs> you guys, this was yeah. It really was not hard. But it was very awesome. Good. But it was fun. I it was fun. Make I, clothing. So. It makes me. Um, yeah, it's just one thing I wasn't. I walked into Retro Den that day not expecting to buy fabric to make myself a skirt. So it's a, every er, surprises yes. every time I come. Absolutely. Yes. So def- uh, what surprised you the most about uh, whatever being a small business owner? Like how this whole thing has how your life's changed over the last five years, what's been the biggest yeah. surprise? Um, I just, yeah, I would I would say, you know, RetroNet has changed so much over the past five years. I never expected it to be, I guess, bigger than what it was before. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ashley and I, every year, we, you know, we'll, we have a lease, but whenever our lease was up, we always discuss, do we want to keep doing this? Is this still what's making us happy? And do we feel good about what we're doing? And you know, the last time that happened, we like really sat down and thought about it. And what ended up uh, coming up is it's the people is actually why you know, we love what we do as well. But sure. it's the people that really <clears throat> make the difference. The fact that we get to see succulent Sarah and help her with her mm-hmm. passion and then have all of the makers we work with and my mom there and mm-hmm. you guys Absolutely. coming in, like the customers we see all the time. Um, 
you're like, we can't replace that if we were to, you know, shut down our physical location and just try to be like online home stylists, right. or, you know, whatever it is. Right. And so it was just interesting that I think that was the biggest surprise to me that it was really just the community of people mm-hmm. that we've yeah. built around us. And um, that actually means the most. And so, um, cause you guys have so many regulars that oh, yeah. just, cause you knew, I mean, Claire, you guys know each other just from you going yeah. in there a lot, well, right? That's yes, exactly. And <laughs> we made the connection about you because you know how this, how that started was, yes, I had bought some chairs from them for my dining room and I asked you about fabric and you okay. had given me some. And I remember bringing it in and talking to Ashley and Ashley's mom about, upholstering these mm-hmm. chairs that I had purchased and she's like where did you get this and I told her and she uh, of course instantly knew you right so yes. there was that connection <clears throat> yeah. and then separately like lo- worlds colliding I'd worked with um Ryan Daly Ashley yes. Daly's husband yeah and um so you know just felt That's like I knew them yeah. and mm-hmm. Harriet their daughter and like we would always swap parenting more stories and so and Tulsa is just like the biggest small town in the whole world. It is. So it really is. It's great. And I feel like Tulsa's changed so much since, you know, I came back from uh, grad school in 09. And I feel like it was Absolutely. so different from whenever I grew up here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's nice to feel like we're part of that. And mm-hmm. um, it's just a nice, I guess, yeah, it's the community feeling that I didn't realize we would um have right owning a small business I didn't realize that was a thing so and you guys have such a good like your Instagram is wonderful and you have people from all over the place that follow your Instagram just because it's so do you hear that do you hear it uh-huh oh it's, it's coming phone. out of my phone <laughs> <laughs> it's, like 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 brain. <laughs> it's like a podcast just started out of nowhere it's haunted what is happening and the volume is off Weird. That's really creepy. Okay. Crazy, just in case anyone, yeah, wanted okay, to hear what, Roman what is the Mars. Question you just asked? That, the good news is I think that was a good break. <laughs> now that the Phantom podcast <laughs> is going back on. That was so weird. Anyway, you guys have this massive Instagram following, like, all over the nation. And then you guys have been on another podcast where they just 100% found you on Instagram, right? Uh-huh, like, yeah. Um, they have a great site. They post the furniture in the store. They do home tours. They do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, and the great the blog is awesome. Um, do you want to read? I don't know all your handles exactly. Do you want to say them oh, all? Just uh, to yeah, Instagram little... is Retroed in Tulsa, and then our um, website is retroedintulsa.com. Okay. Yeah, it's been fun to, mm-hmm. to meet people online, like the Little Yellow Couches, who you were referencing. Yeah. And just to find this whole community, I guess, outside of Tulsa as well, um, it includes Tulsa, but of people mm-hmm. who like the same things you do. Yeah. Because I remember you know, in high school and in college, I always was interested in design and home, but I didn't really know how to find um, the things that I really liked. Um, So I didn't know what blogs to read or what magazines to read. And so uh, it's just nice to finally hone in on that and be like, oh, this is, this is what I actually like about vintage. It's not some, I appreciate the history of it and you know, the craftsmanship and the Mm -hmm. designer names, but what I really like is integrating into your home in right. making that um, sort of like a, a meaningful space for you and, and a functional space for you. So anyway, it's nice to have that online community, too, mm-hmm. of people who are into the same. Like, so that's kind of how oh, I felt yeah. about Prairie Hive, too. It was nice yeah. to have a group of people that were into the same thing as you. It was so, fun. Yeah. Back in the day. <laughs> Not to keep bringing it up, but we really enjoyed it. No, it was so. great. So now, yeah. now I'm like 
podcasting is the new blogging, right? Yeah. So Sarah had a new <laughs> it is for me. energy somewhere. Yeah, I got. I, I always have to have a side gig. <laughs> no, not at all. If you listen to the episode one, you can That's hear right. the history, the backstory um, of how that all went down. But um, anyway, well, thank you for yeah. coming. For we me. really appreciate it. We told we told Ashley this offline, but. Um, there's like a special place in heaven for everyone who's willing to be an early guest on a podcast because yeah. we are for sure still figuring out mm-hmm. what we're doing. But hopefully, if you've listened to the previous episodes, we're getting a little bit, little bit stronger. Thanks every for the time. leap of faith, Ashley. Okay. <laughs> we appreciate our friends. Because as we record us. this, we still haven't released anything yet, so we're like, <laughs> you know, what? How is this going to turn out? I mean, basically, like, what we just sure. did. We're not editing it that much, so. <laughs> I enjoy talking to both of you in person, so I thought, well, how could that be bad to go and talk to them no, and record it, right? Not at so all. So good. <laughs> well, we so appreciate it. Me. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Big thanks again to Ashley for joining us this week on the podcast. Absolutely. Don't forget to find them online at Richard and Tulsa and find us online at the middle of everything. We appreciate it. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Who's there? P. P who? P you.